0: right guys y'all know i'm out there on that internet it's super heavy over there i hit that instagram all the time i'm putting up all kind of motivational stuff i'm putting up things to make you think i'm putting up black excellence and sometimes i give you something that's just a little bit funny if i think it's applicable sometimes i can't talk y'all but don't worry about it (laughs) also i'm over there on the patreon page that's where i talk about a lot of the movies and tv shows that i've watched that i feel like you know have something to do with growth or relationship or things like that and my friends meet me over there a lot so if you want to get in on that content go ahead on and sign up for the patreon all the information is in the show notes my email is also there and the youtube channel is there don't forget to share this with anybody that you feel like would benefit from joining the community I think we got some good stuff up there, but that's just me, and I'm just saying. I know the one day we got right was the day we started to fight. Keep your eyes on the prize, oh Lord. So that song is called Eyes on the Prize, which was one of the songs that was sung a lot during the Civil Rights Movement when people were going on marches and sit-ins and all kind of rallies and things. I tried to look this song up because there used to also be a show, I believe it came on PBS that was called Eyes on the Prize, and my mama made me watch that show every Every episode of it. I don't even know if it was weekly, daily, whatever it was. I watched it when I was a little kid. And every year during Black History Month, which February is, I pulled that song back up because it makes me just reminisce about when I started to learn about the American history of my people. So when I was looking it up this time, I, re- I realized that there really is no known author for the actual song. It is said that it is was taken from an old hymn that they either call the gospel plow or keep your hand on the plow or hold on, which now are like old folk songs that they, you know, um, that's what they would call them now. But in the 50s, there was a activist named Alice Wine and she wrote, and changed the verses and the lyrics to make it be about, you know, civil rights. And then everybody has sung it. So if you go on to the, if you go on to the internets where you know I live, (laughs) you can find a bunch of people singing this song. You can't find me on the internets. Well, dang, I just sang it. So I guess I'm on the internet singing the song now. Kind of cool. But for me, it just... It, it's one of those songs that, you know, speaks to the movement. It speaks to the grind that the people in the 50s and the 60s had. And every year, I gotta play it. So, this is Black History Month. If you didn't know, and I am super bliggity black. I mean, if you know me personally, you will know that I tell people all the time that I am Dominican. Dominicans are acts actually black so (laughs) chill out when you see me but because of the blackness in me we're gonna get big big black bliggity black all month i'm giving you and i'm bringing you even more information about the history of black people and no i will not be bringing you a bunch of slavery information we already know about those people not that they didn't Not that they didn't have a hard time and not that that was not a significant time in our history. However, that's the only thing they want to teach you about in the schools. And so since that's what they got for us already, we got to learn some new stuff out here in these streets. So today we are just honoring keep your eyes on the prize, which works great for this week's episode. So let's go ahead on and get up into it even though this is Black History Month, that Super Bowl was mad Latin, okay? It was definitely a show. I did not watch the Super Bowl. You guys should know, I don't watch sports. I don't follow them. I, I don't know them. I have been to a football game <laughs> before, but I I don't know what I'm watching, so I don't watch it. Most people don't invite me to their super bowl games because they know that i'm not gonna watch it i'm not gonna follow i don't know what's going on i don't understand the rules of the game so i'm not i i was with the people who boycotted the the football game or the nfl but i couldn't even say i'm a i'm a person who was boycotting because i was never in like i i I was never watching so i didn't see it now, usually I am a person who is like, who, who playing for the Super Bowl? Who's playing the halftime show? Because everybody's interested in knowing who it is. And when it was Beyonce, of course, we all as the black community was ch- channeling in and we were tuning in to watch that one. But when they told me that J-Lo was going to do the Super Bowl, I was like, I rock with J-Lo, so I'll still watch it. I ain't gonna lie to you. I didn't watch it in real time because, again, since I don't watch the game, I don't know when it's coming on. You know, I was talking to one of my friends, and they was telling me like eight minutes, kind of mean like thirty minutes, and I was like, I don't got time to try to figure it out. So I waited till today so that I can watch it on the internet because I live there and I know them streets. So I did watch it today. The halftime show I thought was really good. Now a lot of people that I saw on the internet, on the social media were complaining because j-lo didn't bring out ja rule but this wasn't about that this was a super latin experience and sometimes it's allowed to just be that you know like we don't have to be in every every space like sometimes latin people could just celebrate latin people and sometimes white people could just celebrate white people i'm not talking about racism or anything or downing any other group but i am talking about celebrating so this year It was J-Lo and Shakira. Shakira, y'all, is 43 years old, and J-Lo is 50. And they looked amazing up there on that stage. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I was like, what in the world? Like, my goodness. I knew what J-Lo looked like, especially after watching Hustlers, because you got to watch that stripper body get up on that pole. But (laughs) I'm not familiar with a lot of Shakira's music. I only know the song that she did with Beyonce, and I think that was The Hips Don't Lie, Song and but I'll tell you this, when she was up there on that stage yesterday, her them hips did not lie. Like they <laughs> were the truth, okay? And I thought it was a really good performance. They did enough clothing changes for me that I thought it was dope. It was it was um reggaeton going on. They brought out some reggaeton artists. I don't know them, but people who were on the internet seemed to be pleased with that as well. And I just thought, you know, this is great. J-Lo's daughter came out and she was singing with her too. And I just thought that was cute. I saw on the internet before J-Lo and her daughter singing together. So when she came out on the stage, it wasn't like, what, her daughter sing? No, it it fit in perfectly. Because there was a point in the show when J-Lo had kids on the stage and they were like in these cages and then there was like fences behind them which was paying homage to all of the families who you know had been held captive and after you know all this immigration stuff had come up and so that was that was really powerful for me i also paid attention to the fact that j-lo had this coat on that was a puerto rican flag on the inside of her and it was like an american flag on the outside it was kind of it was i don't know if it was a coat more or a throw but either way she had this flag on and it was excellent like it was very very powerful and she was singing with the coat on basically because Sometimes people forget Puerto Rico is (laughs) part of America. Puerto Ricans are Americans. Puerto Rico is an American territory, and so their currency is the U.S. dollar. They are just as American as the rest of us. And I thought that was great for her to be able to speak to her culture and the fact that her culture is a part of everybody else's culture in America, you know, Americans don't look one way and they don't celebrate one way and that's the great thing about this country I mean you know what's supposed to be a melting pot and that means that there have to be more than one ingredient and more than one type of flavor and so this halftime show was all about that Latin Spanish flavor and I was just you know i guess i was blown away because i didn't know what my expectations should have been but i thought that she did a great job shakira did a wonderful job as well she definitely was out there dancing and moving and shaking them hips and getting up with the rest of those dancers and i just thought that was all amazing For me, I was like, you know, when I'm watching things, as as usual, there has to be a lesson in anything that I'm watching. And so I was like, what's the lesson here? And then I thought about it. And this is what came to me. When the halftime show was on, there were literally 102 million viewers. That performance was only 15 minutes. In 15 minutes, J-Lo and Shakira managed to get 102 million people to watch them do a 15-minute show. And it was pretty much for free because they don't get a, a huge payout to do the halftime show. After that 15 minutes were over, it led to at least 24 hours of criticism about their performance. There were so many people talking about what they didn't like about that performance, what they did J-Lo should have done, what song she should have done, what was wrong with Shakira's hair, what was wrong with the performance, how come they didn't do this, why didn't they do that, when so-and-so did it, they did this, and it was a lot of that. After only a 15-minute performance, and it taught me that you gonna have to go head on and do what you need to do. People gonna talk about it. But understand that if there's 102 million viewers not 102 million people hated it either even in even if half of the people liked it and only half didn't that's still 51 million viewers that were like i'm i'm riding with this i enjoy what i'm seeing and that's enough for me 51 million people like you even if 51 million don't it don't matter i got 51 million people who like me. If 51 million people decide to just give me $1 because they like the show, I don't care what the other 51 million don't want to give me. You know what I'm saying? And so for me, I was just like, okay, what what am I learning? I'm learning that you got to go head on and do the things that make you happy and do what you feel you are good at because there will be people watching. Even the people who didn't like her still saw it. So by the time it was over and people wanted to give their opinions on the internet, Jayla was on a plane, the private jet, in a fur coat looking fly as hell unbothered by anybody's opinion because at the end of the day it's already done and you can't take it back and I was like that's what I need to do with my life is like it don't matter do what I want to do be who I want to be because by the time I get done doing it the person or people who are going to criticize it will have already seen me do it I will already done what I wanted to and I'll be on to the next thing not even worried about what they saying and I was like ow bow that's what i want to do with my life and so i was encouraged to just get up and do things and be who i want to be i was talking to one of my friends the other day she was really sick about a year ago almost died no lie Um, oh no, all my friends was getting sick like me, but whatever. (laughs) She almost died. And after that, she spent a lot of time just like laying in her bed and just, you know, wallowing in the fact that she almost died. And I'm like, come on, man. You have given, been given a second chance to live. You got to get out here and live, live now. Like, because you already know what it feel like to almost die, to get close to death. And hell, for her, the truth is that her heart did stop. and If your heart stopped, technically, you ain't alive. So, you died. Get up. Do something. And her thing is just like, well, I don't know. I'm kind of old. What if I don't get it right? So what if you don't get it right you didn't already tried it and there's going to be a bunch of people who will be like yes that's motivating i do things now in my life to motivate other people to do more and i only watch people who will do things that motivate me to motivate others to do more like that's how life needs to be now i don't understand anymore Like my mindset has changed in a way that I don't understand anymore why I wouldn't want to try to do the things that I want to try to do based off the fact that somebody may not like it. You doing stuff right now that's like things that you don't really want to do, and it's people who don't like that. So like, where is it? There's no, there's nobody that I know personally who is doing things that aren't really fulfilling them, who aren't trying the things that they really want to try, who have everybody in their corner. Like, yes, you live in your best see life and I think you're great don't ever grow stay right here I'm a cheerleader for you right here I don't want you to grow if you have those kind of people in your life, anyway, man, you need to roll out because your your circles need to want should want you to be even more at all times. My friends, when we talking on the phone and we talk about something that we have accomplished, the the very next thing that comes out of our mouths after we celebrate the person and all that they have accomplished now is like, what next? Because you always got to keep doing something. Hell, J Lo's a fifty year old woman who decided to play a stripper in a movie. Can you imagine? I know you got a lady at your job who's fifty years old right now, and if she told you right now that she wanted to start stripping, or that she wanted to take a stripper pole class, and then she wanted to put that on the internet, it's gonna be a bunch of y'all in the office it's gonna be like, "Why would she be trying to do a stripper?" All of a sudden, she wanna, yeah, all of a sudden I wanna do a thing, and that's gonna be my new thing. All of a sudden, I wanna do a thing. I might even get a tattoo that say that because. I'm allowed to do any all of a sudden that I want to do because I know there are going to be people who will not appreciate that, but I know there's going to be a whole group of people who will love it even if it's just half even if I get four people who love it and I got four people who don't love it I'm gonna keep on listening to the four that do because they the ones who's gonna push me to do the next thing and they're going to tell four people to watch what I do because of the last thing I did which means now I got eight people that champion for me and that's what I need that's what you need you need to be able to go out there and do the things that you want to do try what you want to try shoot do you know how hard she had to work for those 15 minutes that takes months to put together a show like that the lighting the timing the dancing the costumes what your hair gonna look like what your makeup gonna be who what to get the other artists to agree to come out to get them to come practice all of that stuff ain't quick and so you got to put in the work but the payoff is great i can't even imagine no I'm sorry, let me take that back. Now in my life, I can kind of imagine the high that she must have gotten from being able to go up on that stage in front of millions of people live and on TV to be able to dance and sing and do what she feels like is her best work to be able to change clothes, to be able to be in the middle of a football field on a stripper pole, looking like she looks with that body, with those clothes on, being able to be out there with her daughter, letting her daughter sing in front of millions of people and to be able to do all of that and then come off the stage and have such a rush, you know you want to be like, what's next? Let's get it. And I'm already starting to feel that in my own life the other day I had somebody say to me oh yeah here you come with your motivational self and I was like there was a time when not same person would say that to me and I would be like well, I'm not really trying to motivate people. I'm just trying to tell people like, you know, I just want the best for you, whatever. And I was trying to downplay myself so that they wouldn't feel bad about me wanting more from them because the work that, that would require for them was making them upset. And so instead of taking ownership of their fact that they didn't want to work harder. They wanted to put on me that being motivating was bad. And then I was just like, you know what? If you think me being motivational is a bad thing, then that's on you, boo. Cause that means that you just don't want to work hard, but I'm gonna keep motivating people every day like i get on here and i try to say things that make people want to think harder and more in depth about how they're going to move forward in life and i do that in my everyday life this ain't a weekly thing for me i do this every day if I see people I motivate them that's what I do and there was a time when I really just did not want to be labeled as a motivational speaker person because the expectation of that was too high and I thought that people who didn't feel motivated by me would put me down but now I'm like hell I know people who feel motivated by me I got to go out there and be the best motivational speaker that I could possibly be because it's going to be more people who would be motivated by me than the people. people who won't be because I'm just trying to change atmosphere and I can't the work that I'm putting in now, I can't be worried about who ain't gonna like it. I got I have to focus on who could benefit from the things that I say. I come here every week to talk to y'all because I know y'all are gonna be here. I ain't worried about the people who don't listen to me because they gonna find me at some point and they gonna listen. Even if they don't like it, they gonna listen to it and be like, man, she always be trying to say something happy or motivational or trying to tell me to think another way. Oh, what about this way? What about I? Ain't no, i know those people exist but that's not why i come here i come here for y'all shout out to the people who ride with me because those are the people that i work for all of the time i am trying to have my own halftime show in the levels in which i can every week and every week i'm trying to be a better halftime show I'm trying to get more viewers I mean we talk about a podcast so we talk about listeners but you know I am on the social medias and that's viewers and I am on YouTube and that's viewers and so I'm trying to get my halftime show up to that 102 million as well and I believe that you could do the same thing like if you put in work you get up and you do more, then you can get more because that's how it works for all of us. We ain't, nobody is flying out here and just handing things out without us doing some kind of work to prove that we are worthy of the growth that we expect. If you're a praying person, you know that you have to, you know, prayer without works is... <laughs> is a thing right so you have to still work you can pray all you want but god ain't gonna give you what you want unless you are working and proving that you want that thing you gotta be ready to get the things that you want so you know the prep is gonna be there we all gotta do it but everybody has the possibility of doing what you want now your thing may not be that you want 102 million viewers and that's fine whatever your thing is that you want right now you should go out and get it because people again will not like what you are doing, no matter what level you on. And if you let those people be the people who guide your movements, you ain't never gonna go nowhere because they gonna hold you back. They wanna hold you back. That's just how life works. The other day, which would be Sunday, I also was told to watch a sermon on TV. And the preacher was talking about one of my favorite movies, which was The Wiz. And I know, you can win. Okay, so we're not going to sing it. I already sang, that's enough for this episode. But this particular week, she was talking about the scarecrow and how the scarecrow, you know, had those crows there keeping him limited in what he thought he could do. And once the Scarecrow got down, he still thought that that was all that he could do, was like, I'm just going to try to get down off this here pole. And some of us thinking that way, some of us thinking that I just get down, like the crows could be around me, I'm just going to get down, I'm just going to try a little thing. But Dorothy was telling the crow, like, nah, dog, don't worry about these crows. Let's go do more. And that's what I'm trying to say. Like, we all going to have them crows in our lives. We all going to have haters. Crows are haters. It's the same thing. And we're all going to have those crows. We all going to have those haters. But... Those people want us to not win, but there's always winners. There's always cheerleaders. Like you have to look for your cheerleaders. I know there's this saying that says, you know, my haters are my motivators, but really who care about those people? You can't keep on living your life worried about the people who don't want you to win to be like, I'm just going to prove to them that I'm going No, there's a whole other group of people who actually want you to win and it's easier to when when people are cheering you on than it is to fight for people who are giving you booze all day you know what I mean like the negative energy you got to swim out of all of that if you keep on looking for the negative energy that's why some of us aren't getting as far as we want to because we worried about that you think JLo was on the internet when she was on that private jet of hers worried about who didn't like her performance no at best, she was just reading text messages from the people who was writing for her like, dog, that performance was crazy. Oh my gosh, you brought out so-and-so. I can't believe you got back up on that pole in the center of a stage. It wasn't even really attached to nothing at the top. Oh my goodness, you fly, you dope. I can't wait to eat a lunch with you and we could talk about it. Bring your jammies, let's get it together. Like, that's who you want to be your motivators. Let your cheerleaders be your motivators out here because that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to keep riding with the circle that I got because that circle always want to see me great. There's a lot of people I know who don't care about what I'm doing, who will talk about the things that I'm doing, who will be negative about the things that I'm doing, who don't believe in me. But the thing is, those people don't believe in me because they can't see past what they know of me. And I know more about me than they do. So I know that I'm capable of more than what they want to put me in a box to do. And You have people who are doing the same thing thing for you they are boxing you in and they are boxing you out of greatness and you have to not focus on those people what do you want out of life what are the things that you want to try what is the first step that you can do to get closer to what you want don't tell those people who are the negatives in your life. And you got too many negative people in your life, you're going to have to let them people go. It's rough. And yes, sometimes it's even very lonely. But when you are alone, it gives you time to do a lot of work. So, you know, you gotta do, you got to move the way that you need to move to do the best for you. Everybody you know can't go with you everybody you know don't want to go with you and you ain't got to try to drag people along to get to what you want and all your friends don't have to have the same dream as you all of my friends we are visionaries we have things that we want to do we do not want to do the same things. (laughs) we do not it's not like we all trying to form one big company together however it is motivating to see when they are doing things to push me to do what I want to do and I and I just would hope that you have that same type of circle. If you don't, you gotta get it. You gotta move away from your crows. I know I said a lot. <laughs> I did, but you know, like, seriously and honestly, I. This is what I do, and I love doing it, I love pushing y'all. And if y'all don't feel pushed by me, send me a message and let me know, because I'll work harder to get y'all pushed even more, because that's what I know that we need out here to be great out in these streets. It's a lot of money to be made. It's a lot of moves to be made. It's a lot of space. Base for you out here you may not think it but if you go to the grocery store and see how many loaves of bread there are how many brands there are if there's so many companies that can make different kinds of bread and it's the same they wheat going breads and it's the white breads and the potato breads they ain't reinventing breads they just making their own version of it so you don't really got to reinvent anything you just got to make your own version of it but that's just me and i'm just saying